Welcome to the Run, Eat, Repeat podcast. If you love running or eating, you'll love this show. Now, here's your host, Monica Olivas. Hello, and welcome to another special episode of the Run, Eat, Repeat podcast. It is day four of the Pile on the Miles Challenge. So from November 1st through the 21st, I am bringing you daily updates to give you some motivation and keep you accountable. And this is the first weekend of the challenge, which means you might be out doing a long run. You might be resting for a race. Um, That race might be the New York City Marathon because that is happening tomorrow. And I am so excited about it. I ran New York in 2013. And I can say it is an amazing race. And I've done probably about 30 full marathons, 50 half marathons, maybe more. Um... And big marathons too. I've done the LA Marathon, um, Marine Corps, Walt Disney World. I haven't done Chicago. I really want to. But just trying to say I've done some big city races. And really, New York is just above and beyond in terms of the crowd support. It is, there's nothing like it. It's not just that there is someone for the entire 26.2 miles, but it's like six people deep with cheering. And if you have only done New York or um, have only watched races on TV, it's not common for there to be crowd support the entire race. Most small local races, you can be doing, you know, a 10K or a half marathon even, and you're going and there's like no one, no one out there. Maybe there's the aid station, but it is not common to have this level of crowd support. And it just makes all the difference. It just takes it up to a different level where you feel so awesome And it makes it so rewarding because a marathon isn't just about that day, you running that day. It's everything that took you there. And you do feel like a complete running rock star to be running on this course, which is so awesome with so many people. It's a massive race. I think there's like almost like 50,000 runners that run it. Um, There's just, it is awesome. So you can watch it on TV. I'll put some links in the show notes actually to um, some pictures of when I ran and a link to my recap. Good luck to anyone racing this weekend. And in honor of the New York City Marathon this weekend, I wanted to share some inspiration from Meb Kiflesky. He is actually running his last professional race. He's saying that he's going to run New York this weekend and um, then retire from professional running. And I just want to celebrate him. I've met him a couple times and I interviewed him earlier this year before the LA Marathon. Um, If you're not familiar, Meb is epic. He's won a silver medal in the Olympics, I think in Athens in 2004. And he won Boston, won the Boston Marathon in 2014. The year, just like Boston strong year, like amazing. I got distracted as I was looking at all of this stuff and watched several videos of Meb crossing the finish line and just like the It just hadn't happened for I don't know how long before that. So the crowd was super amazing. He was so grateful. Um, And he's won New York before as well, first place. So complete, super, super awesome runner. And you know what's kind of, though, very special is that he is very awesome and sweet. But I read his book and also in interviewing him, his 
I don't know. So I don't want to read you the whole thing. But some of the tidbits that I super loved is we were talking and at one point he said that a marathon is 90% mental, which I know this is something we have heard before. Getting your head in the game is so important with endurance sports. But I was kind of surprised that he said that a marathon is 90% mental. Like you are an like athletic specimen like you were just like made for this and I would think that a ton of you know the hard work and just like the fitness and the workouts and the dedication and all of that would count for more than 10%. So I kind of asked him about that. I was like, is it 90% for you too? Do you really think it's 90% mental? I seriously asked him this. Um, And he said, we go through the same journey, even though we make it look easy. It's hard, but you want to make it look effortless. You don't want your mechanics to be broken or people see that you're hurting. We're all hurting at mile 21, 22. We're digging deep within ourselves. We try to make it look as effortless as possible. Boom. Like, uh, it just, there was so much in that that, like, kind of got to me. One of the things is that we're all hurting at mile 21 or 22. And you kind of discount that sometimes when you are um, running with someone who is more fit than you or which you should never do. But if you compare yourself right to another runner and you're just like, well, yeah, someone that is an hour faster than you in a marathon, you're assuming like it hurts you 80% more than it hurts them at mile 21. And that's not necessarily the case. That was really just like got to me because I'm like, yeah, this is super hard work for everyone. Um, But they also, this is crazy, which occurred to me is the professional runners, the elite runners have to also make it look easy. So they are in a ton of pain or as uncomfortable as you, but they can't look like it because the consequences are more than just an unflattering race photo. These are people that are running against each other to win the race and they're reading each other's body language, right? They're trying to figure out when to strike, like when to push, try to push the person to go faster or pass them. It is like this whole strategy as well. Like I can, I can barely keep it together to, I don't even know, open a goo during the last, you know, handful of miles on a marathon. I can't imagine like also trying to look like I am not in pain. So I just, I was like, I've never thought about that. The fact that this is actually a race that these like elite runners are trying to win and trying to stay very confident and look very confident even when they're falling apart. That was super crazy to me and really awesome. And he also said that line about patience that I really love. This is exactly what he said. Marathons are about patience. Life is about patience. There are people who are trying to PR or BQ and miss their goal by two minutes. Maybe you went out too hard and need to go out slower. Let your body warm up at mile 18, 19, start doing negative splits, which I think is such a good reminder for distance running in terms of if all you're thinking about is eyes on the prize and that prize is at the finish line at a certain time, um, there's this whole thing that comes before it every single mile and you want to make sure that you're running it smart. And having a plan for that is really important. Like knowing exactly what pace you're shooting for at every mile if you're trying to do negative splits is extremely important as is reading your body. Um, Just like those things, just being in tune, being patient with yourself. 
um, and being patient in general, because you would think like, this is a race, I just want to get it over with. But there's a lot of strategy that goes along with running a smart race as well. And I asked him for any kind of last minute tips he had for the marathon runners. And this really applies to any race. Um, He says, it's going to hurt at one point. We hope it hurts at mile 20 and not mile six, but you're waiting for it. Think about people less fortunate than you. I'm hurting, but I'm going to get to that finish line. And he kind of went on to say that basically you might have to walk, but you get the chance to walk, you know, and not everyone does, which I thought was super awesome. And there is also that reminder that it's not about it not hurting. It is about ideally going into race day as fit as possible. So it hurts as little or as late in the race as possible. But the reality is this is what happens. You get comfortable being uncomfortable. That is what marathon training is all about. And I just, I loved all of this. I'm so pumped up. I wish I was running New York. I'm so excited about this. I will be watching the race. Um, I will put some links in the show notes if you want to watch it. I'm pretty sure that it is being... Um, it's definitely available locally, like everywhere in New York and then live streaming. I'll put links to where you can follow if you want to watch as well. And now let's talk about the Instagram running scavenger hunt. Day four, your item to find is treat, a treat. I did this because today, November 4th, if you are listening to this in real time or in fake time, I don't know how that works, but November 4th is National Candy Day, and so I thought a treat would be good. Um, I actually think of treats more like ice cream or donuts and not candy, so that's why my brain went there. Does anyone else, like, I'm not a big candy person, but you give me any kind of baked good or ice cream, I'm in. I'm in. Like, you don't have to finish, like, what kind of, like, what kind it is. If I come over and you're like, do you want ice cream I have? And, like, you start, you're going to tell me what kind, I'm in. Cookies as well. I'm not all about the white chocolate macadamia. I mean, but if it's there, you know, I'll, I'll take half of it, even if I'm full. And I already had four chocolate chip cookies. Not that that's happened to me recently, but I'm just saying. So take a picture of a treat and... Make sure that you post it to Instagram with hashtag team RER and tag me at run, eat, repeat. And that's all. I hope you are having a super awesome run or stretch right now. And best of luck to everyone racing this weekend, running this weekend, relaxing, eating this weekend. Just I'm sending happy vibes to everyone because I am so excited about New York. I don't even know what to do with my excitement. I might try and register for next year. That's that's where I might channel all of this excitement. But I will see you tomorrow. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to the Run, Eat, Repeat podcast. For more information, check out runeatrepeat.com.